What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Ricari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com tickets to book now. Welcome in to episode 16 of Coffee and Shell. I'm No Sleeves, he's Kesso. We're going to talk about the week that was in Hockey Ultimate Team, but how we start every episode. Kesso, tell us about your life. What's going on? Uh, dude, we are both grown men without NFL teams in the playoffs now. Not only did our oh, teams hey. lose, dude, they got destroyed. They got destroyed. Oh, man. I- I'm not going to lie. So I've been a Pats fan for like last like 22 years of my life and, uh, you know, obviously blessed, but you can't, I, I'm never upset when a team plays the most perfect game that like, dude, that was, that was the first perfect NFL game. I think it was yeah, eight it, straight driver, seven straight touchdowns, no punts, no interceptions, no fumbles all the way to the kneel down. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't expect the Patriots to make the playoffs, in all honesty. Mac Jones looking pr- really good for his first season, so I'm excited about the future. Uh, mm-hmm. But that was an absolute uh, molly whopping, you know? Like, yeah, was, they were on like a downswing for a while, so I'm not like, I guess I'm surprised at how efficient Buffalo was, but they like, I didn't expect it to be like, you know, a close game. But then, like, I watched the Steelers game last night. We're recording on Monday morning. <laughs> Uh, there was a there was like this sliver of hope in, in like the, in the second, second quarter. quarter. Yeah, uh, TJ Watt scored the touchdown. And I'm Watt like, touchdown. wow, okay, okay. And then two minutes later, my wife goes to take a shower. She comes out. I'm like pissed. She's like, why are you mad? And I'm like, it's 21 to seven. <laughs> I'm like, just like that. I was like, oh, all TJ Watt needs to do is score three more touchdowns, and like maybe we have a chance. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, they didn't really have a shot, but Ben uh, Ben is uh, off into the sunset. Um, he'll probably be a Hall of Famer for his ballot more than likely. But You uh, would think so, right? Two Super Bowls, tons of yards, tons of accolades. You'd have to, to think so, man. Um, yeah. uh, bro, the snowstorm. How are you dealing with the snow? So there's this bright light if you're watching on YouTube coming. It's just like the, the, you know, the day hitting off the snow right here. So yeah. I have a lot of shoveling to do after we record this. Dude, we got about two feet, I would say. It is. Yeah. So we took summer out in the morning. Um, Skyla wakes up before me at about seven because she works. 
and uh so she went to take summer out and i didn't know where she was and she was taking forever so i went and looked out our front we have like a front bay window and summer's just jumping around she can't walk like and she's never seen this so it's up to her neck and she's just hopping along through this thing having a blast but uh yeah we're not going anywhere for a couple days my truck is fully buried it's not uh it's not going anywhere so that's crazy two feet because like we have eight inches i think like right around there and that's a lot for us like obviously you're in canada you know that's expected I couldn't imagine two feet of snow. I think we had that once in my lifetime. I was uh, in high school. School was shut down for two weeks because like the first week was because of the snow. The second week, the generator was broken in the school. Oh, Um, wow. So we couldn't go back. So that was like the only time I remember having that much snow. It's so funny. So my entire school life from like grade kindergarten all the way to high school, I had two snow days. That's how well prepared Canada is. Yeah. It, it has to be an exceptional amount. I'm not going to lie. I think school is actually back in class. They did online learning cause for the last like three weeks because of COVID. And I don't see how it'd be open. I mean, maybe, but they would have. I mean, we probably have like 2000 snow, like snow, snow plows and whatnot. But it would have been like my street's not getting done. We live in like a neighborhood and there's like it's not getting done. So, yeah, I always see people like just because we're we interact with this community. Right. So we yeah. have friends the in community Canada. or like your friend community. Uh, oh, like like the NHL community. Oh. right? So like I was thinking about that and like you always see like those comments on like Twitter. It's like, oh, you know, United States, they shut down for like three inches of snow. Like we're not prepared. Like we don't invest in our infrastructure and like have all these trucks out there and like the snow plows and stuff. So you guys are prepared for this. I remember seeing a thing about Atlanta a couple years ago where like it was like the first time all like it was like 49 states had snow. Like it was mm-hmm. something, it was something wild. And I remember seeing a thing about Atlanta getting snow and it shut down for like, you know, a, like an inch or two inches. Cause they literally don't have snow plow. They have like three snow plows for the entire city of Atlanta. Yeah. And it's just like, there was nothing they could do. So <laughs> uh, it's pretty crazy in the, in the differences there. Buffalo is the worst. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy for anyone that doesn't know. Like I'm in Niagara right above Buffalo, obviously, or I guess slightly to the left of Buffalo, given the geography and, uh, where Buffalo sits in the, with the lake, uh, the wind just hammers the city and it is the coldest, worst, like I, they're lucky they had the game on on Saturday in Buffalo because mm-hmm. I don't know how they would have had one uh, now, but uh, definitely uh, crazy weather, no doubt. Um, but uh, let's talk about uh, hockey ultimate team this week, my man. So pretty big week because we did get our second set of X factors leaked again. Although this one was understandable because yeah. there were some people out there that just first of all. For anyone that did 2,000 shots, yourself included, I play this game for money, and you couldn't pay me enough to sit there and do the 2,300 so, shots, bro. Like, so that's... I will say, I will say, it took a couple hours. It took two to three hours, oh. uh, rookie squad battles. It kind of worked out. My wife wanted to play The Sims, so like on mm. the computer. So like mm. I couldn't stream at that time, whatever. She wanted to yeah. play The Sims. So we were just sitting there. I was listening to music with her. I had a glass of wine. I tried to make it as enjoyable as possible. And uh, I was glad I did because I like the card I got. No, yeah. It's, so, yeah. So, obviously, this is one of the better events. It looks like the style icons year over year. They're just giving out a free one each time, which I think is good. Every once in a while, giving out a free card is uh, is awesome. I don't think that they should do it every event. Uh, you'd mm-hmm. end up with just stacked stupid teams. Um, so, I, I think that this was, a, this was a great way to do it. Um, let's talk about should we rank them first? I would like to rank them, yeah. And I'm assuming that you have a ranking because you do the daily content on YouTube. Am I do I... have a ranking, okay. yeah. All, All right, right. let's uh, – uh, who is your last? Who is my last? I would say 
Bissonette, maybe, okay, but he also ding, could ding. be high up. He also yeah. could be high up. He's a yeah. fun one. He is. He is definitely a fun one. Again, we uh, my content, um, guys, for anyone that watches or and whatnot, my content is mostly geared towards trying to make people, the average player, better at the game. So it's always. You know, I, I try to when I'm trying to recommend cards, it's about like trying to keep you competitive. Uh, Bissonette, well, he does look fun, and yeah. uh, with that gold truculence on a Ford, like you get into the offensive zone, you just hammer people. Um, that being said, 93 speed for a winger um, is just going to be replaced pretty easily. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, there's already so many X factors and things like that. So he's very good right now. Um, and I guess when we talk about these rankings, uh, I for, personally don't want to say any of them are bad. Um, they're not bad cards. It's just I think that when you're ranking them, you've got to think about longevity, the position they play, all of that. So my number eight was uh, was Bissonette. And we went one for one there. OK, That's what about good. number That's seven? Good. Who's after that? Um, it is a it is a interchangeable, I think, between Carey Price and Eric Carlson. <laughs> let's go that's exactly uh, the same all uh, right okay, seven all right, and six right. that's okay. awesome yeah carry price uh, we'll talk about that real quick i think that if you have his x factor you could leave it at like 86 or 87 whenever you know, he gets gold post to post right it, he gets that yeah exactly. oh, yeah he He's, has that right away yeah i think I'm so wrong, yeah right? he gets it pretty yeah. early it's like the yeah. cheap ones where it's like 2500 coins or whatever yeah. right yeah. He, he's been i've been using that card um the master icon one looks unbelievable or the master style the msp looks amazing um just no need if you're gonna get a free card don't make it make it a forward and if you don't need forwards make it a defenseman and then goaltender like if you're a hut rich sure and you don't have a goaltender maybe you went in on koskinen and i think it's time to move on from him he is big goaltenders are not the play we've uh we've we've been made aware i they think could be they could be okay i, I, I mean think, I think you tried koskinen and I he did. was not it it's gold post to post and then big goaltenders right yes i agree yeah. yes yeah. if you're in that, in that order yeah um okay and then carlson just plays a position right defense is just loaded with guys that are huge um, yeah and if, you, if you got team of the year fox i really would not get carlson too because smaller to smaller uh, six he's six foot but defensemen that aren't big just or players that aren't big just don't bump anyone off the puck they just don't this year i don't know if like fox's team of the year card does not bump anyone off the puck for me you've got a stick check which isn't bad but and he's fast mm -hmm. he's one of the my favorite skaters to use but it's clear that it is not like nhl 21 yeah i agree now um, i know my number five is going to be a lot different from yours okay um, go ahead so right there i have barzell wow okay that yeah, is significantly different okay i know i have some reasoning behind that so hear yeah. me out as we get in as we get into the next ones right um i i think for your top well who'd you have at number five first off uh i had whitney okay that's fair mm -hmm. I, I i could see that um so as we move along these rankings i was favoring left-handed defensemen a little bit more for most people because there just weren't a lot compared to the right-handed defensemen i, I think I anytime, agree, yeah, yeah. like anytime you can lock in like a free 94 overall like defenseman what you know where there's not a lot out there you take it right um i could agree with that okay yeah and then moving on like my top four uh very close but it's like whitney chitron sagan if you need a forward i like i like him more than barzell and then my number one was, you know who the number one is. You're wearing the Brent hat. Burns. Brent let's Burns, go. baby. Brent Burns. So All right. I, let's hear I your, think, your top four. Yeah, so my, my top four was Chikrin at four. I agree. Okay. I think Chikrin and Whitney are interchangeable. And, and I do agree. I think that um, I, if you listen to my – I feel like if, if you're watching my content, I feel like you're definitely a, not a casual player, you know, for the most part. So I would assume a lot of people got Hedman, um, which makes him a little bit – I think that after your first pairing – 
you've been talking about this on stream a lot and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They eat so many minutes, especially if you're big on time on attack. They just don't get off the ice and they don't get tired yeah. because they're not going end to end. Um, so again, if you are someone who struggles with that and you know your scoring is your games are basically rush to rush, you're probably going to need three pairings. But if you are someone who hits you know ten minutes of t- time on attack in a game, you simply don't need a third pairing. Like they just don't move because once you're in the offensive zone, you're cycling around. Your defensemen don't move, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're just able to stay on the ice more. So. Uh, I think that getting Hedman, that would make Whitney or Chick range a second. And you're getting that was my reasoning. If you're getting a second defenseman, uh, maybe a little bit less important than one of the other ones. So I had Burns at three. Um, okay. Again, thinking about my my viewer base, uh, a lot of people that if you're not in Division three or or above, you're going to have a hard time using Burns in the next little while, I think, because if you if you are someone who has to try and defend by skating shoulder to shoulder that isn't burns um however he has the best synergy combos and zone ability combo he's he's headman he's literally just headman on the he's opposite the same side. exact card as headman one inch yep. shorter just it's the, crazy yeah the advantage to headman is that he's going to keep going up this mm-hmm. team of the year his like his team of the year is just going to keep going up that's why i don't think it's really close when you're comparing those two but right now definitely um if you are someone who is very very good at the game your division one two and three um maybe you know you get at least nine wins and champs you're probably going to do really well with brent burns i think uh just because of that reach defending in the blue line with those guys like it's it's so funny defensemen I think aren't nearly as important as forwards in the game. I think that it's just how it goes. Like you're, you, you've got to score goals to win, obviously. And I think that that getting a, a, a top line forward is more important than getting a top line defenseman. Um, but that being said, when you're playing headman or now, and now burns and you see them as you're going through the neutral zone and it's like one-on-one, it's like, it's like, God, you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. like, I can't go this way. So you can't go this way. You know, 40 minutes of the game. They exactly. both have 99 endurance with yeah. uh workhorse. It's exactly. kind of crazy. So they, he is definitely up there, but I know a lot of people that will struggle with him. Again, if you are someone who, who has a hard time controlling time on attack and you know, you get beat by trying to go shoulder to shoulder, he's really not going to be good for you because he has 89 speed. I think acceleration is more important than speed on defensemen um and uh yeah but then i had i had sagan at number two and i think if you need a centerman sagan's probably number one for you uh but i had bars out one i 96 speed is just is 96 speed like if you were to not improve his card like you don't you could have him on your team even during team of the season you could yeah because i think at worst he'd be a third or fourth liner exactly during that time which in my opinion is, is is like an end game type card Mm-hmm. um now there is a lot of righties so you're gonna have a lot of options but uh he's just he's very very good his x factor however barzal's x factor one of the best ones in the game because his he becomes so good much earlier than like mckinnon um he's almost like mcdavid in a sense like his yeah. because he gets a skating center like he's just he's just so good like it's, it's wild and you can get his body checking up quite high and you could run him at center too but um I, I think that barzal is the one that you should take for a free card but if you do need a defenseman i agree um there's going to be some you know discrepancy there i think that if you are someone who struggles controlling time on attack you should probably go whitney or chikrin um and then but if not burns is definitely the play burns and headman in gwc i think you're going to see a lot 
Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think no matter what, you'll see Hedman on the first pairing. Just no matter what, on almost yeah. every team. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Burns. It'll depend on what right-handed defensemen come out. I think yeah, he'll be on my third one. pairing. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. um, maybe second, depending on what happens. Um, but that pairing, like, is brutal. Uh, do, do you think? Now, I, I totally get the reasoning behind why, whenever you're controlling the puck, the defensemen don't really tire. Right? They're not moving at all. Do you think the fatigue or energy needs tuned at all just to adjust for that, or do you think that's reasonable? It is ninety-nine endurance. I think that, uh, to be honest, man, like if you look at time on attack for like, you know, a top pairing, like a real good top pairing in the league, it's like 27 minutes. Yeah. So that's like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. We were playing a game that's 60 minutes smashed into 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very difficult. I think that I don't know. I think one rush should really knock out a lot of it depends, though. But if you're I mean, if you're not moving and you're just in the offensive zone, I don't see why. Like I've had teams where they've I've had games where they've been on the ice for like 52 minutes. If I have like a couple born leader goals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah think of that. Like, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I feel bad for people because it's like, how do you get across the blue line whenever it's, they it's, both have shutdown? That gold shutdown is uh, I think that gold post to post gold shutdown slowly becoming, I think, are the most impactful synergies in the game or x factor abilities in the game like i think they should sorry keep going no you go no no um you think Uh, they should tone him down yeah do you know not that they should tone him down do you think they should do a point adjustment do you think they should cost more okay because i agree with you and if so what should those cost i don't think you should change the goaltender one i think it's four for goal post to post um Mm -hmm. because i think that if you make goal post to post too expensive everyone's just going to give up on that and go with a more expense you know what i mean like being able to make they finally hit a spot where they can make smaller goaltenders viable that's true yeah which they haven't been able to do for 20 years of the game so i think that's really important to remember um shutdown needs to be a jet what is it two it's two for gold yeah it's literally bare minimum it is it is brutal how because it it auto locks on now they all auto lock on like when you hit r1 it will go to where the puck is actually and if they have high stick checking it makes it quicker and more accurate but shutdown makes it where it's like comical where like you just will not miss so and you get the hitting bonus too on 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 the rush so it's like you stick them up you get like always with the poke check activated you get a boost like even in your own defensive zone behind the net but like with shutdown, it's like you get a boost to everything. It's on uh, the rush, and yeah, most that, of the game is on the rush in a lot of these games, right? And it's only two points. I was thinking something like six points. Six is probably for shutdown. Yeah, I yeah. think that they should bring back, bring down some of them. I think wheels at ten is fine because if you had everyone that had wheels, um, it'd be a little frustrating. However, I think a lot of people don't understand that. Like if you self sauce a lot. I made a video on this about the L2s, or I made a TikTok about it. Um, you know, basically, when you self-sauce, you're not getting a boost. You're taking away ever so slightly that debuff that you get. So for anyone mm-hmm. that doesn't know, Ben explained to us. I don't know if we explained to publicly. It might have been in that video I had with him. But when you're carrying the puck, you lose three speed. So if you have 99, 3%, you have 96. 3%, 3% right? sorry. But so at 99. Like, uh, at 99, it's three. But like yeah, some of the lower three. ones, it might be like yeah. two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have if you have gold wheels, though, you just don't lose that 3%. Um, but when you're self-saucing, that's what makes it seem like you're going faster. It's not so much you're going faster. You're just not being impacted by the self-sauce for that brief second where you know and then you combine that with the nerf that they put in in nhl 20 when the defenseman turned around or was that last Mm -hmm. year 
I think it was last year. year. So if you get someone who turns around and then you self-sauce, it seems like you're getting this huge burst, but that's not the case. You're just skating without the puck. And if you think about it, I know a lot of people complain about this, where it looks dumb and it, you know, it looks like you're cheesing the game. Think about it in the real thing. I remember back in... I was playing when I'm playing all my old NHL games. I want to say in like the middle 2000s, if you hustled, he they poked the puck ahead and you would lose they control did. of it. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. kind of what you're doing. So like I used to think that that was really stupid, especially in NHL 20 when squad battles first came out. And I think it was Verda early on who like back when he played and you could do it. And it was a, it was obnoxious. It did there seem like a the, speed burst. There was that, and then there was the push puck they had too, mm-hmm. um, in like NHL 10, I think it was. Yeah, where you would push it ahead with like L2, and you would get a little speed burst. Right, you would lose control of the puck, kind of like you do with self sauce, but you would get that speed burst too. Yeah, I, I honestly, I've changed my tone on it. Like, I think that that it's a completely fine thing to do in the game, and you've got to be able to prepare for it. They've nerfed it to the point where you're not getting a because what was happening is. It was like you weren't losing the animation when you I don't know what it was. It was an issue where like an NHL 20 when squad battles first came out where like it was a literally cheese to the game because you were you actually got a boost every time. And, it was like your it acceleration. It would freeze the AI. Too. That was it. It froze yeah. the AI. That was it. It would freeze the AI. So they would stop yeah. skating because you would lose the puck. Essentially, they don't have that doesn't happen anymore. But you do lose that debuff for that sp- blitz second that you're losing the pucks or you're knocking yeah. the puck forward so well one of the things too whenever people do that you can like level people right because you're off oh, balance yeah. whenever you do the push puck like with the yep. self sauce if you just time your hit well like they're not going to get by you yep absolutely i think so. i think yeah. I, I agree so um wheels if you are someone that does that considerably wheels isn't nearly as important um yeah. in my opinion and if you have gold wheels on stop self-saucing <laughs> i think a lot of people don't realize that i've seen a lot of duchanes fly down the boards like you're just losing you're 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 giving up the potential to not have the puck that's what wheels does so i just want everyone to remember that and uh, silver wheels is about 1.5 percent of the debuff removed so i still wouldn't do it i don't think if i had silver wheels on a lot of my players but you could um Mm. but yeah what are some of the i think that one t um neat is 10 is an awful lot for one t it is, and I find myself using the silver one on my defenseman, right? I think the shooting ones just cost too much. Like, 1T is one of them, but, like, make it snappy, snipe. Like, those gold abilities are 10 points. Nobody uses them. And I don't I, even think they're that useful. I don't even I know. Like, that make it, or the make it snappy is hard because you can't ain't Like, you essentially make it snappy is a snapshot not a wrist shot so if you if you think about when you're playing you're setting your wrist shot before you shoot almost every time that won't activate it so you've got to just flick up and i don't know how i've never seen i don't know if i've ever seen it scored on me i don't know if i've ever really seen besides like people that just start the game i've never seen any like good player use it right or even like d5 and above um and it's also an ability that's like the opposite of the meta, right? Just taking a snapshot. Yeah. And it costs 10 points. I, I think that one should be like six points uh, for the gold ability. One that I'm kind of disappointed is Unstoppable Force. I don't yeah, think it does I anything. Stopped, I stopped using it. I, I thought that would make David Team of the Year got it. And I, I did that. I did a couple, I bet a week of where I literally put 20 points in a McDavid just to try it out. And he was getting flattened. Like, so Unstoppable Force is supposed to give you an a, a, a chance to or basically allow you to not be bumped off the puck it helps you mm-hmm. when you're off balance so like when you're skating around holding out of the puck and people are just hammering up on the right stick to try and bump you off you don't get bumped off 
I don't see any difference with it. So that one's been almost completely useless to me. I don't, I don't think it's very good at all. I think that one of the more underrated ones that definitely I hope are on more cards, top end ones, <clears throat> is Born Leader. If on your yes. first two lines. Like I have it on yeah. Zetterberg, and it's it's very, very a huge advantage, a huge advantage. It is. I have I have it on Zetterberg and um, Eichel, Eichel, the uh, yeah. X Factor Eichel, and like yep. you notice it as soon as they score, you get like a, and even it's just the silver ability, right? So you still get a decent boost from that. You can put your first line back out there, first pairing defenseman, um, and it only costs one point for the silver one. Yep, I agree. Do you think that should be increased at all the cost? I think it should just be on more cards. Okay. Fair you know, I think if you're a captain, you should have it. If you're a captain of a team, right? So yeah, like I think that. Yeah, like I think that. I think that that would make a lot of sense. Or even assistant captains, like you're just. Yeah. I think that that should be, um, kind of like a not a prerequisite, but every player that comes out now should should definitely have it. Uh, let's talk about uh, speaking of abilities. You're on. You're on one, and we have. I am on one, and we have drastically different takes on this. So go yes. ahead and explain to people. You made a video about it, so go ahead. I made a video about it on my YouTube channel, right? Uh, how to score D to D's, and. I, whenever I made the video, we didn't know that Brent Burns was out. So prior to this, I was using Team of the Year Headman. He has 1T as a superstar ability, and he has Seeing Eye. Um, both of these abilities, having them activated for the D to Ds, acts as like a super buff, in my opinion. Um, oh, it does, yeah. And then I, I reached out to Ben Ross, too, last week, because there were still some things about X-Factors that I wasn't 100% sure on, and that was like stacking abilities. So what he said to me, um, and I, I might be paraphrasing this a little bit, was that whenever you do an action in the game that triggers um, an X-Factor ability, right, yeah. like an ability. So for seeing eye, uh, it increases your accuracy whenever a goalie is screened, but it also decreases the goalie's reaction time, right? So if you pair that with 1T, which is the increased power and increased accuracy, you have three things going on, right? You have the increased power, you have the increased accuracy, and then you have the goalie's delayed reaction time uh the increased accuracy it's only going to take the increased accuracy from the higher of both 1t and seeing eye so whichever one increases your accuracy more you'll get that bonus so you still get three bonuses on that so i was playing the last week um and i had that activated on headman and i i was scoring i say once every game to every two games like i checked my stats afterwards his goals increased by a lot. Um, and then whenever I made the video, I said, be on the lookout for more right-handed shots to come out with this, um, with both 1T and Seeing Eye as superstar abilities. So then the, or the Burns came out, right? And I tried it on him. Um, and if people watch the video, I mentioned that D to Ds don't work as much on a goalie's glove side. Um, we've seen that throughout the year. It's just real, like they just glove it every time. They work on the blocker more because if they don't go in cleanly, it might bounce off the blocker. So I've been trying it out with Burns. It's not as effective because he's a right-handed shot shooting to the glove side. Um, I think I played like seven champs games with him, and I had like three goals in those seven games, right? So you have a different view on it um, because you watched a couple of my games. I don't think you saw any of them go in. I think if you watched before or after, you would have seen a few of them because I, I was scoring D to D's like all weekend. Um, but one of the biggest benefits I think of it is just like the added thing that somebody has to defend. Um, whenever I was like taking a lot of these D to D's, I noticed people would switch to tight point because it's like, oh, this is all this guy's going to do. Right. So I'm still getting that bonus of using those abilities, but like even without taking the D to D's because the middle just opens up completely once people key in on that. Not only that, uh, I feel like I'm going on like this huge rant about uh, D to D's. Um, 
your defenseman out there, your top pairing defenseman, if you have like Burns and Hedman, as we've said, they're out there for 40 minutes of the game. So like I might have a lot of points allocated to them, but like whether my first, second, third line's out there, I'm still having this option of these D to D's from the blue line. Um, so I think it's something that, although you disagree, I think it's something that every player should try out. Um, cause it's opened up my game a lot, even if it's not scoring from the point, it's opening up so much more offensively. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't, so I definitely think that like it, it makes scoring from the point more prominent, like prior to seeing this, you, I, I might've scored 10 D to D one timer goals this year. And I'll be very clear last year. I scored it a lot. Like that was like, I would, I recommended like just firing from the point. So now this year, so I tried headmans with one T and, and uh, seeing eye on one, he can't hit the net very. <clears throat> the only way to score DDD one timers right now, even with it on, is low blocker, like mm-hmm. along almost along the ice. So, I think one thing that's that's kind of making it difficult that I struggled with a little bit until I got the hang of it was uh, aiming your shot before you pass. Like because passing is so different now and so much more difficult. I had a couple times where I sent it out of the zone, but before that or after that, like, and I got the hang of it again, um, setting it up. I found myself just forcing that. Okay. Um, and maybe that was issue. And I also like playing my defense on their strong side. So lefties on the left, righties on the right. So my first pairing, I just was the only one that I switched so that they were opposite. And I scored once out of like, and I must've taken like 25, 30 shots. And I'm talking only low blocker. I just found that like he either didn't hit the net because he's only got like 84 slap shot accuracy. It's not high that headman, I believe. I, I, I think it's a little bit him. higher than that, but I also might have synergies activated too. Maybe, maybe I, yeah, okay. maybe I'm misremembering, but yeah, like I'll be, it's just different because like, I, I don't know, man. I, I found that every time I was trying it, like, I, again, people were just kind of playing at the point too much. And I don't know. I, I found myself relying on it too much as opposed to just trying to cycle the puck a little bit, but I think it does add something to it. It, it is an opportunity. I just, I think people might just go and think that like, oh, this is going to go in all the time. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it personally. Like I just, I've, like I said, I haven't scored. I maybe have like an under 10%, maybe under 5% shooting with Hedman with one T and seeing eye activated, but I'm going to keep trying it. Cause like, it's fun. It's something different to try. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd be curious to guys in the comment section, uh, let us know if, if that's been working out for you. Cause I, I I've had this, I've had people in my Twitch chat being like, yeah, I can't get it to work either. So, uh, See, I'm not I, sure. I think it's uh, almost like an echo chamber sometimes, right? Too, maybe. Cause you're not getting it to work. But then like whenever I post it on my YouTube channel or in like people reaching out in my discord, uh, people are like, holy crap, like this works a ton, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't um, know. it's one of those things too, where uh, it works a little bit better off the rush. Um, and I'm not sure when you were taking those shots, if it was like after you established uh, possession in the offensive yeah, always, zone. Yeah, always in the possession zone. So always in the possession, right? So if, if you like enter with a winger and then you just go back to the defenseman, pass it across for a D to D, whenever you're entering the zone off the rush, the defense is already like skating to the net and they're causing mm-hmm. a little bit more traffic in front of the net. Makes right? sense. Yeah. So whenever you take those off the rush, they tend to go in more than off of established possession. Well, that'll be interesting. That's, yeah. that's something that's something that maybe I'm not trying that out as much, but I'll have to wait and see. Uh, we did get a new card, one card that we want to talk about. We mentioned it before we started recording. A uh, very interesting one. I'd mentioned in a couple of videos of mine recently that there is no, like there is a couple gold abilities that like, I don't want to say they forgot about, but I think they definitely forgot about until we mentioned them because now we're seeing like a ton of them. One was gold quick draw. There was only two. It was new and Ike and Riley for like the first three months of the game. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm almost positive. And uh, they came out with the 92 Forsberg and man, that 
might be one of the top four to f- centermen in the game right now, which I is mean, crazy because it's a non-master. Draw, right? Yeah, like, like if I've you need to win a face-off, yeah, put that card out there, right? Exactly. Like if even if you have a stacked team, let's say you have my team, I still think that he might be among the top four to uh, face-off men in the league. This. I, 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 we, we've talked about this a lot and throughout the year that faceoff stat doesn't mean as much as it, we thought it did. It's, it's not like it's not important, but, um, it's, it's not as important. Sorry, but quick draw, the gold one basically allows you to just tie up in the zone. And even if they do the counter, it's like, you're going to almost, you almost always win it anyways, which is a huge advantage. And yeah. that Forsberg is high faceoffs. He's a good skater. And it's funny because it makes that card better than his actual icon, <laughs> um, which sucks because yeah. his card art is so cool but mm. yeah like that and i so i said that in my video that wow this might be good and i don't know if that influenced it at all but it's going for like 300k now so people are catching on that that is it, um, it's a great card um and they also did like if you want like the cheaper option uh maybe you want that gold Sebastian Ajo? i was about to say the 90 bergeron i used this weekend Okay, I was yeah. uh, the superstar origins uh, Sebastian Ajo as it as well, okay. and that might be an al- another alternative. But you went Bergeron. I went Bergeron. He's a ninety. He has ninety six faceoffs, I think. Which mm-hmm. I don't. You know, once you have the gold quick trot, it's not that much of a difference. It doesn't. Yeah. But I put him on my third line, and then I pu- also put him on my first power play in a PK too. Um, like those situations where I'm like, oh, I want to win the faceoff, um, and like I, I've had games in like the champs run this weekend where it's like ten seconds left. I have to win the face-off. I just put him out there, you know? Yeah. So if, if you don't want to put the 300K into Forsberg, do the Ajo or do the Bergeron. Yeah, those are both uh, both good, uh, good options. Uh, let's talk about some Master Icons. So it looks like they changed the format where um, now they're releasing ones and the icons now go up there. They unlock tiers based on their latest cards. So we just got a Lindros, which I thought could be interesting, but he's still way too like he's so slow. It's like the pronger of center. Like, you know what I mean? There's no point. And Um, is he one of the cards with like higher speed than Excel to where it's like a difference too? doesn't he have like four higher speed than acceleration? I know Messier is like that. Messier is one of them. Yeah. And that's tough because yeah, I don't want to say acceleration is more important than than speed because um, I think if you can if what higher speed can do is score you goals because eventually if you get up to if, if, if you have the same acceleration and one is higher speed and you're going side by side the guy you could go down the wing and end up on a breakaway whereas acceleration helps you get up to that higher speed faster so if you had higher acceleration than speed the person eventually that person would catch up to you um, but like i don't know man like a low acceleration is really tough because that you're not if if it takes you a while and you're not a fast skater to even get up to that like you're never getting any time in space no you are not and i've always uh favored acceleration more i remember last year like the first few months um whenever everybody was using like distributor and like activating those team synergies was tougher um i just skipped distributor right and i just went like spark and whatever else there was this year like I think I have like 15 players with spark on them or like workhorse. Cause I'm like, I, I just think that's more important is, and it also depends on how you play, right? Like I'm more of like an East West player, a lot of passing. I don't streak down the boards too much. Um, but some of the, like, if you have like that bars out, right. You're a player that might favor speed, you know? 
No, absolutely. I agree. And I, I think, yeah, I think on defensemen, I would 100% agree on that one, at least. I, I think defensemen, if you lose the puck at the blue line, you definitely want that acceleration. Or even if you lose in the neutral zone, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you want to be able to get up to speed as fast as possible there. Uh, get, let's uh, let's go over some cards that we hope to see uh, get some event upgrades that we might think are interesting, um, whether it's like, you know, uh, later on or, or give me give me some give me some cards that you think might be interesting. Um, so one of the cards, well, you just mentioned how there weren't really too many abilities on some of these cards until we called them out. Um, I had I had mentioned to one of the hut devs, like, I haven't seen Total Eclipse on any cards yet besides... Yeah, it I wasn't think, in like, the game, I don't think. It was... A, was it Ted Lindsay? There was, like, a Red Wing that had it. Oh, Stan Makita, the Blackhawk. Okay. He's, like, five foot nine, but he had it. And I just wanted to try it out. Like, if people don't know, because it's literally not really in the game... Um, it just increases your player's ability to screen the goalie. So five I bought foot nine player, <laughs> five foot nine player. So there was a Tom Wilson that came out six four. That, yeah, he had gold total eclipse. I tried it out. I used it um, for a few games. Problem Didn't is, really, he's a winger. So yeah, so like, like I it needs to be on a centerman. It does, it does. So I'm thinking at some point um, down the line, if you see some of these cards that come out with like total eclipse, it's only four points for the gold ability, two points for the superstar. If you run like a third line with like everything with that with crash the net, it might be effective. So we'll see more of these cards come out. But onto your question though. I wouldn't mind seeing like a Sundin maybe. I was about to say Sundin. Yeah, that's always one of my favorite ones. I think so like uh, if, yeah. the the four I wrote just off the top, um, Sundin and Newendike. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I don't think that they're good to invest in. I don't. I, I don't think that's what we're saying. That like you should go out and buy these cards now because eventually they'll get an upgrade. I still because it's still going to cost you about two three hundred k to get all the way up to whatever they come out at. So, like it's yeah. so expensive. Um, obviously, you want to go the collectible route, but. Newendike Sundin for sure are interesting because oh, Newendike has quick draw and he's mm. just a very good centerman. He's got a good build. Gartner and Solani are the other ones. Um, yeah. And Cornwaye. I think that if <laughs> like that, uh, not a lot of people realize that Cornwaye is like 95 speed. Like he's wild. What was up? I have to ask. We had like a team of the week. La- I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. Howie Morenz had a team of the week card. Did you That was them just trying to upgrade an icon. Was that that? Okay, I wasn't sure because it was strange. And I was a little like Soma Penguins fan. And Brian Rust had like a great week. And he would have been on that like spot there. Not that I would have gotten the card, but I'm thinking like, ah, he was like deserving of that spot. And then like we just get like a Howie Morenz. Yeah, that was just for them to upgrade it. Yeah. Okay. They're they're messing around with it. But yeah, yeah, like that that corn ya card might be interesting. But he's he's so weird because he has no agility. So like you're not you're just going straight. Like that's it. Yeah. And also, what is he? Five foot seven yeah he's yeah not not a good meta card that's for sure yeah um uh all right let's uh let's talk about champs we had again pretty disparaging uh results here you went 20 and 0 my man finally it only took me a few months right mm-hmm. i've had a i think last week it could have happened we had a uh, game where bella was just literally in my room going yeah. crazy and I couldn't concentrate for half the game. But yeah, it was nice, man. Uh, it's been great. I've had a lot of fun as a, and I always hate referring to myself as this, as a content creator. But like, I can't say thank you enough to everybody that's just been stopping by and hanging out, yourself included, you know, stopping by for a little bit in your busy schedule sleeves. <laughs> so yeah, 20 and 0 run. Um, it was nice. It was fun. Let me ask, um, let me ask you this, man. Yeah. Because I did watch like the last like four or five games of that. Do you think that to like, First, I'm wondering if it's because of the time that you do it. 
I did not notice a lot of uh, known people. Why are you in doing that run. to me? Why are you doing I, that I, to no, me? No, no, no. And I don't want to discredit discredit you, but a lot mm-hmm. of people like I was pretty stunned. I didn't recognize a name. And let me be yeah. clear here: as someone who's been in the community and you, you've played this game for like over a thousand hours each year, you know pretty much anyone. Not just guys that win tournaments or like that. You know, like the hut heroes, the guys that have a shot of going, you know, eighteen and two. I don't really notice anyone. Now, do you think that a lot of that might have to do with the time that you're playing on the weekend? Yeah, it probably has to do with that. I wish I could play at different times, right? Like that's yeah, I don't like think you're doing time. it on purpose. You're just married Yeah, and no, older. definitely not, right? <laughs> exactly. So like uh, I, I get up on Saturday and Sunday at like 8 a.m. and I stream for a couple hours and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think during my 20 games, I might have had like three or four tough games um, where it's like, oh, I know that player from like Rivals or something, right? It's not yeah. like I'm playing like Junior Pens or anything throughout. That's what I mean. It's just... I wonder if it's the four consoles too, because it's of the GWC. four consoles too. Well, it's weird because like I was thinking that about myself, and then I looked at like uh, like Young Gren. I was like, I wonder who's he, who he's playing because he's somebody that's gone t- like undefeated like almost every week. He had one loss this week, and it was to somebody like I didn't even know. And I think it's just there's not a lot of avoiding that. Um, he gets reverse snipes too, and I think he, that you might I you might notice. Oh, you mean like where people avoid it? Yeah, yeah I think so that's like a big when you're thing. streaming, yeah. For anyone that doesn't know what like sniping is, like so I get the opposite of that because I'm not elite. So like I'll get yeah. good players that will watch me when I'm streaming, and then when I'm searching, they'll go and try to get me because it's an easier win. The opposite is for people that have won GWC, whereas Gren and he plays on Texas, right? But that's not to take mm-hmm. away the fact that he goes 20 0. I mean, that's not his fault, right? Like he streams at night when like the the demons, Everybody the kids are, yeah. you know what I mean? Like but no one will play like no one would want to try and play him like very few people are like yeah let's go and try and get him right so um i think that definitely leads into it um but yeah i think that if you're if, so if you're anyone that's trying to get your 11 wins and champs if you want an easier time the morning is probably it on friday as well as saturday and sunday even kids just <laughs> they stay up till five in the morning and then they're Do not you up think till Polk's two. Is waking up at 8 a.m to play no shot <laughs> no shot these kids are doing yeah I, I can't help it but uh, i think if anything it's hurt me as a player this year just because i think so that too same and the matchmaking problem like i yeah. think that's is definitely yeah. going to be an impactful thing that like you know for anyone that doesn't know like the matchmaking problem where the first game that you search is open where you can play you're in division one you play division eight guys which sucks for the people that are in division eight mm-hmm. um but like i think definitely think it's made people worse as a, as a player like if you're not taking scrims and whatnot like trying to get those hard games it's awfully tough i think that's one of the things I, I need to start doing, you know, like, so like I, if anybody in here is a great player and you want to stream snipe me, please do it. I need all the good games I can get. I think yeah. I have to start reaching out to like Saphir, Pens, uh, Charlie, Nip and Biscuits just to start running some money games or something. Cause it's hurt my game overall this year. Yeah, um, I know I, I'll be fine come GWC cause I'll be running those scrims, but like, yeah. yeah, it's definitely hurt my game. No doubt. No doubt. Let's, uh, let's take some questions. So we didn't post on Reddit. Dude, I took some L's on Reddit this week. Yeah, we have to talk about that because yeah. there's just so much uh, I feel like uh, if misinformation I say, on there. Yeah, I feel like if I say something and I'm giving someone, if giving people tips, um, like, all right, so let's talk about what happened. So I, I released a video, like an advanced tip video that I, that A, in NHL 21 was one of my most watched and most you know liked videos. And it was teaching people how to actually use the half spins in L2 or left trigger effectively, how to do it correctly by holding down X and spinning the opposite way so that you keep your back to your opponent. And 
thinking that you know i've been posting on reddit in terms of like our podcast and you know i thought that hey this would be these these are the people that are you know hardcore players and maybe they're not as elite like for anyone again i'm not trying to cheese the game but these this is how you break plateaus like if you don't change the mechanics and what you're doing because of how rivals works you are going to stay the exact same you can play it's just like golf I've, i always equate this like you can go to the driving range and practice your shitty golf swing a thousand times and sure your you know your swing will get slightly better but until you actually change the mechanics of your swing it's really not going to be all that different so you can play yeah. a thousand hl games and you'll understand and you'll you'll be able to pick up on things a little bit but until you actually change the mechanics of what you're doing you're really not and the half spins is where you need to start because i found that like i couldn't get into division one this year when i was a high division one last year and i would average about 15 16 wins in champs last year and i literally just couldn't this year i don't know what was going on and then i started i played abe's shout out to abe's um who literally just lived on spins in the zone and i could not get him off the puck and i was like okay maybe I need to focus on this so i went to practice mode went to the lab practice and now i'm in division one so i showed people how to do that and i posted on reddit and just got flamed about how like you know this isn't real hockey or just you know you're teaching people how to cheese and cheat and ballerina stuff and like guys for anyone that says that i need you to go and just watch some kale mccarr clips because <laughs> yeah, he right. literally hits l2 like, he's the human I, l2 right there yeah that goal and while he scored that's last not week. common that oh that kirby doc one he literally slammed l2 and just blew kirby doc into oblivion right like i get that it's frustrating and the reason why people hate it I don't think it's because I think this is a bigger problem with NHL or 1v1 games in general. This is going to be a bit of a rant here. You cannot enjoy something if you lose consistently. No one wants to, even if it's something that you don't really care about. Like if you don't want to win GWC, that's fine. But you work nine to five and you come home and you lose an NHL consistently. It's not fun. Like no one can have fun at that. That's not, you know, just like individual problem. It's a human problem like thing. Mm -hmm. Like there's, you know what I mean? No one can have, have enjoyment of that. So people that are really good at using the half spins and L2s, if you can't defend that, that is why it's good, and you are not going to enjoy going up against someone who does that effectively. It's an, it's not. like You're just not going to until you learn how to defend it and do it yourself. And maybe it doesn't mimic the real thing in hockey, but, man, a lot of this, it's a video game. It's it's And also probably the hardest game to mimic the real sport, and they've done a pretty good job at it this year. Yeah. I, I, think, like, I think it's very sim-based this year, more than it's ever been. Um, and I just got absolutely roasted on Reddit for posting that. And I'm like, all right, well, okay, you know, is what it is. And, uh, yeah, so I probably won't do that again, but for everyone that didn't want to admit it, uh, that gave me feedback that they loved it and they didn't even know that that was in the game. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really understand that logic on there. And again, if you don't want to play that way, that's fine. You can go play squad battles because they don't L2 in squad battles. Like, you exactly. Know. It's just a loser mentality. It is. And it it's is. always and it's always the angriest people that are the loudest, right? 100%. I've always said whenever you play a game online, you are assuming that you are not going to have the ideal experience because it's online. You're playing against another human. Anything can happen, right? Anything can happen. So if you run into somebody doing what you don't deem is the most simulation based, it's your fault because you're playing a video game online. Squad battles is there. Franchise franchise mode is there, right? Not only that sleeves, um, we, the content we make, right? We show people certain things, but we also show people how to defend things. So yeah. it's not like we've ever put something out there where it's like, this is going to ruin the game. Because I think we've always showed, like, this is how you do something. Also, this is how you defend it. Um, I do that on my channel, too. So it's like, I, my favorite I, I just is don't like, dude, it. no one backs into the zone 
uh you know in the real thing it's like man all you have to do is breathe on someone when they're using the half spins and they will fly off the play and i'm not talking a bump like they will actually get knocked out of the play um so more than likely if that's happening and someone's doing it to you it's because you're just running straight at them um mm-hmm. but if you just stop skating <laughs> and don't move and don't trip you know it's it, it's very you know very easy to defend and uh yeah, like, yeah. I, but but I I think you just it's just it's just a lack of self awareness. Like if you don't enjoy the game, it is if you won every game, you would love it. Like you would be the best, you would feel great. Like but that's just online video games, especially in one v one. There's because the first thing that happens in one v one when you're playing, not just in NHL in any game, first thing that people want to do, never want to accept blame. So yep. it's either the opponent's fault for cheating or uh, L twoing or taking glitch goals and all of that. Not that you couldn't defend them. Um, and then it's it's the game's fault but it's like literally never your fault and what i would love for people to do if you complain about the game a lot and again don't comment on this because i don't care um like you know what <laughs> i mean like you know what i mean like i really won't take it all that well or I'll, i won't take it to heart but go back and watch the goals you give up and don't watch the end result watch what led to that opportunity because mm-hmm. that is usually the thing that you should be focusing on. So if you, if someone scores a, uh, you know, a a short side wrister on you, okay, go back and look at how that play started. Did you skate right into someone's defenseman and lose the puck that then let him come all the way back? Like nine times out of 10, that's why. Now, obviously there's one-offs. It's a video game that is not perfect. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see those clips. It's like, explain this one where it went through four guys and it did ben said it on that podcast i did with him that sometimes there is just bugs that is not yeah. intended that are not easily the thing that people need to remember is like how easily repl or how easily can you replicate them and if yeah. you can't easily replicate them they can't easily fix it right and i apologize i'm not saying that the game is perfect it is not um and i'm not saying that i agree with you know everyone just spinning around in the zone and it, you know like i i don't think that that is the the perfect way that simulate how you should be playing but why are you if if simulation in a real thing is how why are you playing against real people yeah is my question you know what i mean like i I don't know i would love the answer for really really for in the video and when i post this on reddit because we're going to take questions on reddit next week again i would love to know for anyone that hates the meta and why it's played why do you play online as opposed to playing you know the offline experience you know Man. that's a great question it's a great I, question i don't know man you know because it's just it, it is what and, and what, what kind of sucks about like just nhl in general is that because there's nothing to work towards like i got to division one and i was actually really engaged the last couple of weeks because i was like okay now i finally figured out how to play and the things i need to change in my game to get to division one once i got mm-hmm. there it was like oh no man <laughs> what, what now because yeah, there's nothing to achieve so the next thing is even was like, well, qualify for GWC, which I haven't done. I was close last year, but I didn't. Uh, this year, it does not look like it'll be an option at all because I'll be working the GWC again, and I legally will not be able to participate in it, even if I was able to. Now you can say, hey, I would have won, but I exactly. can't play. Yeah, you know? easy qualify. Yo, you guys are lucky. That's one yeah, less 128, yeah. you know? that's. Um, but so now it's like you really see the lack of stuff to do in NHL. So for anyone that doesn't, you know... I miss just because I remember being a kid and just going to versus leaderboards. And that's all I did. I didn't really like hut until like NHL 17 when I started making content on it. Mm-hmm. I remember just coming home from school and playing some versus online against someone. I have no idea. And it was just fun. 
Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. I'd love to get back there, but it's just the social media era we live in. It's it's tough. And I'm 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 probably insulting a lot of people, and that's not my. I'm probably not explaining my my take on the game, but it's uh you know I think that the mechanics of this game there was like I remember when the L two and NHL nineteen literally gave you a burst of speed, and that was a joke. Like that that I was awful. But if you because that that looks so dumb, like it just looks mm-hmm. so stupid when you would just half spin down the down the boards like it looks so dumb. Um, but that's not in the game anymore. Like if yeah. you now, it's just everything. Everything's easy to defend. I, I literally whenever I stream and I'm like talking to chat and stuff, if there's somebody that goes behind my net and just sits there, I always not that I make fun of the person, but I just laugh because it's like this guy really thinks this is going to work. Everything's easily defendable in NHL 22 if you're patient and you play smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And that's I what think, that's spinning. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and like I said, we've said this a number of times that like it's the most sim based NHL we've had. Like it, mm-hmm. it mimics the thing as close. I don't know what else it could do to, to get close to the real thing. I don't want it to mimic it anymore, Same. too, because I, I, I think, I, it's I think in a that's another thing people don't realize. Yeah. Because it's like, why, if it's going to do that and every game's going to be just like a 50 50, like, oh, it depends on the balances. Like, just save that for franchise mode. Save that for be a pro if that's still in the game. Like, I. Like my favorite take is people that complain that a bad goal goes in, right? Yeah. Right. And in a perfect ones and zeros, like if a goaltender is doing that, that should be stopped. But in the real NHL, man, like there is goals that go in that are just like, you know, bounces off of shin pads, off shoulder pads, and it goes in. But because it's a video game, people expect that to not happen, but they want the thing to mimic the real life game. And you can't have goals that just go in. I am certain that there is a human error element in NHL that's programmed. And whether you want to call it ice tilt or whatever, I think that when you miss a wide open net when you shouldn't, I think is them programming human error into the game. Yeah, and they and I think they've admitted I think Ben's that touched too, right? on it. Yeah. It's a very yeah. small thing, but like every once in a while, you will miss a shot where it's like, oh my goodness. And yeah, that's and because that of the be, real thing. It might be like a 5% thing, yep. like depending on what it, your attributes are, it increases or decreases, right? But I, it makes sense. Maybe it doesn't that's make sense based. if you're going That is what like, happens in the real is, NHL. It is sim-based. I think the overall issue too is... Uh, I'm people just don't want to take responsibility for things in their life. No, you know? no. they never do. I mean, that's and because we're old and we understand it, but I, I guess so. But it's like, take some responsibility. Don't, you know, don't blame things. Like you said, don't blame the game, blame the person, you know, just what can I do better? And that's like, everything in life. I, 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 this game is my career, right? Yeah. And I know what I would have to do to become someone like you who and that would be instead of spending time on videos and covering content and making and making that stuff i would literally have to spend my off time playing scrims and learning mechanics and spending time learning shots that have a very low percentage of going in but i need to add them to my game because it's just another thing to look for and mm-hmm. i have no interest in doing that and i've realized that like i have no interest in it would i love to be the best of the game sure that'd be awesome for my career and just in general but the time that these kids put in like when you lose to someone and it is bad and it's in division one you got to remember some of these kids are playing eight hours a day and they should yeah. be better. They just should be, right? Like, I only play the game, which is crazy, about two hours a day. There's so many people that play the game way more than me because even when I'm streaming for three hours a day, a good hour and a half of it is me just talking. Yeah. And I don't play it off stream. I don't know I don't about play you. It all, yeah. I always think that just the talking and stuff on stream is the most fun. It's the reason why I became a streamer, man. I yeah. love chat. I, you it's know what great. I mean? Like, it's playing video games is one thing, but just hanging out with 100 buddies is my favorite it's, part it's, of it. It's streaming. been awesome, man. I've been really happy I, like, you know, started this because I, I agree with you. That's the most fun part of it. 
Let's, talking about uh, the most random things. But uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, so we went on a tangent there. Let's answer a couple of YouTube comments. Yeah, so we have uh, the YouTube comments this week. Let me move this over to the screen here. We'll do like um, three or four. Okay, that works. Um, so Blackwater Origin says they should do this day in hockey history when they randomly upgrade an icon. That would at least give it significance and would let people speculate when the new cards come out. So I think they've done this in the past, right? Did they do yeah, this so the last moments, year with the moments? That I love the moments cards because I Hawk actually. So EA Hawk, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, well, if this is posted on Reddit, you'll know. But EA Hawk is basically the, the HUD content developer this year, one of them. And he's in charge of coming up with new content. He came into my stream. He usually comes in around content time. So if you ever have a question for him, it's usually in my stream right before a content drop Monday to Friday. And uh, he asked my chat, do you think we should be, do you like the current state of prime times every day? Or do you think there should be less cards that are better? And I'm a big proponent. I loved it when it was moments last year. I just wish they would stay in packs longer than a day because they're impossible to get. Yeah, that's the only issue. Like I would I don't know why they remove them. And I'm sure it's a money thing, like a business thing. Like if they if there was more just like if all the NHL moments or like prime times were just always in packs, like then the high overall ones would be pulled a lot easier more mm-hmm. more abundantly so but i think that there should yeah i think there should be one every every monday to friday why not and then or maybe a couple on monday if they make up for the weekend that that would be really interesting yeah i mean they can mix in active and retired players there's so much it's they could do probably with it. more work like but i mean if you google this day in hockey history they probably they have 60 icons and i'm sure that they're they'd be able to find something and a know. ton of alumni that's just the icons right so they have that's a true. ton of alumni in the game um, i think it'd be really those, interesting yeah because a lot of those cards like the alumni that are in the game um like i think somebody like tyler kennedy i think has like a 78 overall card maybe um, but he's service. had some yeah but he's had some big moments in penguins history mm-hmm. um and I wouldn't not that I would use it on like a meta team or something, but like if there's like a 91 Kennedy that came out, you know, there's so many options you could do um, with the extensive alumni that they have in the game. Um, and then if they run out, like which I doubt they would run out because there's so many, they have active players um, and they could plan this out a year and ahead. We know the calendar. We know past history, right? They could plan this release out factored into whatever content plans they have for the year. So hopefully it's something I- we see. I just hate going into a collection and seeing 45 prime times in team of the weeks. Like I hate that. Like I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. The only way to fix that would be like MLB where it was the live series cards where they go up and down based on real life performance. Cause there's no team of the week or prime times. And then you get like milestone cards or whatever, but yeah, they definitely need to clean it up. Man. Like I just, they do. I, I think that they, it's tough because they have all the European leagues and they definitely want to, sh- I'm, I, again, this probably a PR thing or a business thing where they have to like, you know, give some Europeans cards. And I don't mm-hmm. disagree with that. Right. But the, the thing I will say is that I feel like sometimes they do a lot of European cards and the complaint might be, well, like, dude, we, maybe, maybe I'm overthinking it, but like it's the NHL video game. So there shouldn't be as many, you know? So I don't know, maybe like a European, I mean, they do stars of the month now, which I think was a cool addition. Like I yeah. think, and a lot of those European cards are good. So like some of the I best. I just values. don't see like uh like whenever I think of that player base, like I know there are some people like Fasto is one of them that like mm-hmm. probably cares about the cards. But like whenever I think of like the EU people, I know at least to play the game, they're NHL fans. They first. just want yeah, they just they yeah. want the best players, they want the best cards, and I I think we get too much of them. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's good that they do represent that, but maybe it's like a little bit too much. I agree. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Watts has a question. Um, Jonathan, I've been seeing you a lot, dude. Thank you for hanging around. Um, 
Team of the year, Vasilevsky is a tire fire. I'm thinking of running him as a backup for his synergies, which are excellent. Should I go Paget, Vejmelka, or Price X-Factor as post to post is the ticket i'm free to play also i assume there will be a team of the year sunset come team of the season time don't feel badly for me as i've ran in and had been team of the year nobody wanted the rat um so uh jonathan good timely question too because i and i might be saying this player's name wrong but that vejmelka goalie card i think it's uh, vemelka yeah. vemelka right I he, think the uh, okay 85 overall goalie catches right-handed um six foot four has low 70s aggression um, he's only about 13K, depending on what console you're on. He has gold post-to-post. I used him in Hot Champs this weekend. He maybe let in a couple weak goals, but he also made a couple big saves. I think it's pointless to invest more than 50K into a goalie. I agree. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast and you want a good goalie, buy him, activate his gold post-to-post. There's no reason to put a ton of money into Vasilevsky, Price, uh, Koskinen, and whoever else. It's so funny, too. That's why when Team of the Year came out or even the weird style icons – it is almost all placebo and how you play defense. So if you spend 500K on a goalie or 300K in value, you got to be prepared that like that goalie might not be that good because, you know, your defense and the goals that you give up, any goalie is going to let in. Yeah. And with how we've been seeing the content too, so we've seen like these lower overall cards have like gold and silver abilities. Mm-hmm. We're we're just going at some point to see like a Markstrom Bishop, uh, Pekka Rene or something with like gold post to post. It's one of like I the don't know if they'll goalies. do that. I honestly don't. We've seen six four. Do you but think that's the cutoff? I think that's the cutoff. Yeah. So like the new content guys, I've talked about this a little bit. They were avid hardcore at hut guys that they hired. Um, not they weren't like amazing players, but they were very yeah. very knowledgeable about the meta and the game, which is why we get such balanced you know balanced uh, masters this week like even ranking the eight masters like all of them are great and they're very close we have seen the so they i think they've done a good job on the goalies this year the defensemen all the elite ones having gold shut down or at least that most i don't of think will ever happen again i bet you any money because okay. because it's funny because once we started the community once started talking about the carry price and the gold post to post every single goldie that they release that is a higher i80s goaltender that's shorter has gold post to post so i bet you any money that we don't see gold shut down on defensemen that are huge anymore i just have i have a feeling uh i hope so because i think it's gotten a little bit too much um it's yeah but yeah uh metro as fellow clown from reddit here yeah we <laughs> I, I use reddit all the time that's my main like social I media love I reddit have, i just yeah, got I burned on it yeah so what is henry's backstory did you adopt or buy him how is raising him um so my wife wanted a pig uh because she watched the movie uptown girls with britney murphy and dakota fanning when she was younger and they have a cute little pig in there dakota fanning it's a name you haven't heard in a while right Fanning's kind of yeah that's right war of the worlds um so we wanted a mini pig and our friend knew a breeder uh, about like an hour from us kind of like in the country of pennsylvania we were like hey yeah i'll do it anything that she says i'm usually fully on board so we got we went to the uh went to this person's house in like the middle of the woods like we were driving down this dirt road and we couldn't find the street that this person lives on and the street was called buckeye lane or buckeye drive so we see this guy coming down the other side of the street driving this like pickup truck and we're like, hey, we're looking for this Buckeye Drive. And this guy, like, he, it's like he came out of Deliverance or something. He's like, Buckeye Drive. Ain't never heard of no Buckeye Drive. So we're like, okay, that doesn't help us at all. So then we see, like, this little, like, uh, driveway. And we're like, that has to be Buckeye Drive. So we get in there. This lady has, like, two little piglets. Um, 
I pick up Henry. Uh, my wife picks up this other pig. This other pig's going nuts. Uh, Henry was just like relaxing in my arms. So we're like, okay, we're getting him. Uh, how was like raising him? Wait a minute. Uh, but hang on a second. You said you went to go get a mini pig. A mini pig, yeah. What a happened? So if people don't know, uh, I've talked about this a little bit. Uh, the mini pig thing is a complete lie. Uh, and it's kind of sad. People... Like purposely, teacup pigs? I thought those were a thing. Those are a lie. So, and it's and it's it's sad. So people purposely underfeed pigs to keep them small, and it's oh. sickening. Which I would never do. Um, we had this neighbor where we lived last time. Uh, I think she lived like a few blocks down. Where I was walking outside one day in the city, I see this lady holding this little pig, and I'm like, "Oh, what's the pig's name?" Whatever. The pig ended up being like six months old, but it was tiny. And I was like, "Well, what do you feed the pig?" And she's like, "Oh, I, I give him some lettuce for like dinner and like a little bit of food." And then we found out like a couple years later, like the pig passed away because she was just like underfeeding the pig. So oh Henry goodness. does not have that issue. Clearly. Um, clearly, right? He's a big boy. He's actually oinking behind the door right now. Um, raising him was fun. Uh, his first six months were awful because he was literally like a puppy. But like his oink and his like crying is like ear piercing. Oh. Uh, it's just like the worst noise. So he's calmed down so much. Um, and then we Did eventually eat a lot of furniture. No, he didn't. Because he I heard that's like a thing. They'll eat anything wood. Like they'll just. So he didn't eat any furniture. He would go after like random things. Um, the one day he was actually like we had him on like our second floor, and he was just like learning how to like walk like downstairs. Like he didn't really like know like oh, can you walk downstairs now? He can't. He we don't do stairs say. anymore. He was on the second floor. We hear him crying, and then he wants to, like, walk down the stairs, but he just, like, doesn't understand it. He rolls down, and then <laughs> he literally falls into the wall and puts a hole in the wall. It was, like, the funniest thing ever. He got right back up. He's resilient. Um, but, yeah, we were living in the city, so we sold our house last year. We moved out. We're, like, 30 minutes out of Pittsburgh now. Uh, we have, like, a really nice fenced-in backyard for him. Uh, our our floor that we live on is, like, level with uh, the sunroom that he can go right outside. It's like a retirement home for him almost. So uh, he's What's very low maintenance. What's the life expectancy? On a 10 to 20, supposedly. Good Lord. It's like a minor drug offense in the 80s, you know, 10 to 20 <laughs> years. Um, so we'll see. I uh, He doesn't do anything, man. He just relaxes all the time. I can't wait, dude. So- the the days where like with summer now like we only have to put her in the crate like like we'll go three hours at a time now like she won't we'll just leave her out and she it's slowly getting a little bit better mm-hmm. i can't wait until she just chills though because she's still the just, best and she just bites everything like even when we wrestle like i'll wrestle with her now and she bites me hard but like i know i'm like i'm like okay you should but like she doesn't still doesn't understand what she's capable of mm-hmm and uh she's got a little more to go she's about 65 pounds now and she's just over seven months um nice. yeah so i mean the, the, the playing in the snow if you haven't seen it on twitter go watch her playing in the snow she's like again we got about two feet and she's like up to her neck like just hopping Dude, around it was fun this love morning the snow man she's never it's seen crazy. it like this so yeah it was good but uh all right, man. I think that's uh, that's going to do it uh, for this week's uh, episode of Coffee and Shell. Thank you guys again, uh, as always, uh, for listening and watching and all the downloads. We do appreciate it. We'll post on Reddit to get your questions for next week. Uh, anything else you want to add, dude? Uh, no, man. Take some responsibility in your life, guys. That's it. That's my message. That's my advice. I can't wait to see how this goes, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, We're going to get it. some mean comments, I think. 
it is what it is it is what I'm it is we're it. old we don't care that's why yep. you listen yeah <laughs> right, you guys yeah all right yeah that's it right that's it i was gonna say <laughs> something but i'm good no <laughs> dude good let's one. go let's go our endings are awful <laughs> yeah our endings are terrible this is a terrible show you had told me uh whenever i posted that glitch goal video on youtube you're like ah you know you gotta watch those sometimes i posted another one last week like the backhand rap because my thing is if you don't like it don't watch shut up give me the negative comments <laughs> i want them but i help out people more than i do anything so take some responsibility in your life guys yes sir all right guys we'll see you next week have a good one When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.